Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward, Friendly Fluently Forward, featuring Friend of the Pod. Woo! Wish your name began with an F. It's Tori from Ready to Be Petty. How you doing, Tori? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm excited to have you back on. You've come on for many an episode. I think the first ever one you came on was for Euphoria. And then I know, obviously, when Dumois' identity was revealed, I came on for yours. And then you got blocked by her. So then we bonded over that. <laughs> yes. And you've been on for other stuff, too. But I was just so excited to have you on for Friends because this was something that um, I've been meaning to do a Friends episode for a while. But it is a blind spot of mine, which by the way, I'm curious, what's your pop culture blind spot? Cause like mine is the TV show friends and reality TV. Yeah. I think mine is real housewives, which isn't yeah. like a 100% blind spot because I do know a lot of the lore and characters, but like I have never watched outside of real housewives of Vancouver, which only me and my mom watched out of the whole <laughs> world. Uh, it's kind of a blind spot. And it's so funny because when you asked me to do this episode, I was like, yeah, sweet. Like for sure. Uh, like I enjoyed friends and then you're like, yeah, I've only seen a few episodes. And I was like, okay, this is like when we did euphoria and mm. we were like, yeah, we haven't finished season two. But, like, <laughs> but I feel I, like it's like you're either some of these shows like, yeah, they kind of paint themselves into a hole. Like in Euphoria, like I know that nobody's going to Disneyland. I know that they're doing heroin in a bathroom stall as they also have an orgy at the same time with their teacher. And with friends, I know that, you know, they're having a Thanksgiving and it goes really <laughs> wacky, you know? like <laughs> So true. Yeah, yeah, that's so fair. But I had to learn what was up with friends because I am – an obsessive BuzzFeed quiz taker. Like I have the BuzzFeed app downloaded just so I can take BuzzFeed quizzes all the time. And they always, because they have six answers for every question a lot of the time, they always say, which friend's character are you? And I've just always picked Phoebe because everyone goes, you're Phoebe and Phoebe's the weird one. Who are you? I'm probably Monica. Which... The anal one, right? Yeah. That's how I think of them, yeah. yeah. Tori. Like, yeah. She's, like, always cleaning, and mm -hmm. she always has, like, when they're doing the Thanksgiving and stuff like that, she's always, like, the one with the schedule and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like this was Sex and the City, too, where it's, like, are you one of the characters? It's, like, most people are, like, a mix of the twos. <laughs> Like, yeah. Or is that like me being on the fence? No, I, I feel like that was true. And my rundown of the others was that Joey was like the goofy playboy. Ch Chandler um, was like the smart Alex, sarcastic guy. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, who plays, oh my God, how am I forgetting her name? Yeah, Rachel Green. She's like the ditzy, oh, yes. like socialite, mm -hmm. privileged girl. And then Ross is the nerd, like really nerdy um anthropologist which is so funny because like when I was talking to people this week about the show they're like oh yeah like he's really smart like he's a doctor I was like oh my god I thought he was just some guy with his hand down his pants cheating on Jennifer Aniston you know like unless you watch all the episodes I think there is some nuance but in the clips that I've seen that go viral of him like shouting pivot and then being like we were on a break I'm like he's just always confused and floundering so like I didn't yes. think that he was smart yeah yeah like I would say he's book smart and like mm. he he always makes fun of I think he talks down to Rachel about like how she does she didn't get like a lot of the shit at the museum that he was like working on or whatever but mm. yeah he I I think he also 
I think a, a big part of his storyline is like overcoming like he always had a crush on Rachel when he was in high school and then like overcoming his like dorky yeah side that have yeah. you heard of um there's a YouTuber named Shallon Lester and she talks about this it's called the kill the cheerleader effect no but what is that so, I mean, from the, you know, from the little that I know about friends, it's kind of reminding me of this. And I feel like you see a lot of celebrities, especially male comedians doing this. And, you know, to my knowledge, Kill the Cheerleader is basically this idea of a guy who was maybe like a little bit of an incel growing up, like not that popular, like not that cute, whatever. And he ends up getting older, maybe coming to his own. Maybe he gets taller, makes money. I don't know, grows a beard. I don't know, whatever. So then he ends up dating someone who is like popular or prettier, like would have been the cheerleader back in high school. And because he still hasn't worked out all of his issues, he ends up cheating on her or humiliating her in public because he like has to get out that rage that he kind of had in high school by killing the cheerleader to make himself feel better. And I feel like that happens, um, I mean, we see this with so many celebrities and so many like male comedians and all of these like guys in Hollywood. And I just find it very interesting, especially because I think a lot of girls have this mentality of like, oh, if a guy is like a nerd or a dork, I'll be like safe with him. Yes. And it's like, no, honey, like you're not safe from anyone. Like they could all be awful, you know? Yeah. It's just like a different type of packaged misogyny. We talk about that a lot too, where I live, because I live in the Pacific Northwest. So a lot of guys where, you know, like they're in Blundstones and they like camp and like care about the environment and stuff like that. And people are like, oh, well, like those guys will treat me good because <laughs> treat me well, because they're like, I, I don't know, like nature or whatever. And it's like, no, they still treat you shitty they're still f boys just it, it's just packaged differently so i i totally yes. get that and i think hollywood we often forget that a lot of these people that have made it fa like made it big being famous from like acting and stuff even music like they're a lot of them are like musical theater like losers <laughs> like yeah were, like died for their craft and maybe didn't go to like parties and stuff like that or, or whatever like social had a social life because they were working so hard at their craft and then yeah they roll up to Hollywood and then if they have this massive fandom I think it's I don't know. It's interesting. You know who made that like the most apparent was um, I feel like if Charlie Puth had played things a little bit differently, he could have been like a sexy rock star. <laughs> yes. But instead, he's at home being like blah blah bleep bloop, and then when I tap this, it goes tickety tack tack, and it makes the sound. And it's like, oh my god, like you just made music unsexy. Like, come on, it's like the sexiest thing out there, and you managed to you know nerd yeah. it up, baby. Yeah. But I mean, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like he could have been like a sex symbol and he's just like, <laughs> it's just, yeah, like, I don't know, famous on TikTok, I guess, at this point. So yeah, he went the Jason Derulo route. Jason Derulo. <laughs> Today's episode of Fluently Forward is brought to you by Next Evo Naturals. You know them, you love them. These are CBD products that I am obsessed with. Um, I know a lot of people sometimes, they get a little quizzical about CBD. And that is because a lot of CBD products out there, they are CBD oil. So when you consume or you reach for these oil-based CBD products, you could be absorbing as low as 6% of what is on the label. But Next Evo Naturals, they are different. They develop this water-soluble form of CBD 
empty. It's been clinically tested multiple times, which is why they work faster and absorb four times better. So I love reaching for my CBD gummies before bed. If I'm waking up, maybe I had a nightmare and I just want to calm down. If I'm feeling a little bit irritable and maybe I just want to chill out for the day. I personally love the gummies, but they also have different um, capsules, pills, CBD in any type of form. So if you don't want to waste your time with oil-based CBD that might not work, you can upgrade to better natural solutions from Next Evo. Go to nextevo.com and use the promo code FLUENTLY to get 25% off. That is 25% off at nextevo.com with the promo code FLUENTLY. So for today's episode, we're not really going to do much of like a fun facts about the show and like, you know, little things you might not know. We could definitely do that one day. It's just that there's so many juicy blind items on all of these six characters that like we're going to kind of take it back to the old days of just like going through. We'll cover each character of the show, you know, of the main six. We'll chat a little bit about what we think about them. I'm going to do a little bit of a tea intro up top for each person because I feel like sometimes with the blind items, I'll come away from like listening to an episode of mine and I'll be like, oh my God, those all blended together. <laughs> so <Me? laughs> yeah, so we'll talk about each person, give you like a TLDR of what their blinds say, then get into it and uh, move things along. So we're going to start with the person who is, I think, obviously the big number one of the show, and that would be Jennifer Aniston. So let's start by, um, you go first. Like, let me know what you think about Jennifer Aniston, and then we'll get into a little TLDR of her blind items and then cover all of them. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of Jen Aniston. Like, I definitely Mm -hmm. was team Jen in the whole Brad Angelina uh, situation. And I definitely think that that was kind of what was – you know, that was what was told to like for us to be team Jen. But um, I think she's beautiful. I love her um, like street style. Like she mm. she makes a pair of jeans look so good. And I think she's. Do an you want to un- know, by the way, how every celebrity does that? Because yeah, I remember I went yes, down I do. <laughs> a, okay, a rabbit hole of um, Miranda Kerr, the beautiful, you know, uh, yeah, Australian Victor- Victoria's yeah. Secret model. And I remember like once for an hour on Google, because I have no life, I was going through and I was like, how in the hell? How, how, how? And then I read an article about how she gets all of her clothes tailored. And that's just what celebrities do. Like that's every single item they get tailored. And like then it makes sense, which like it made me want to learn how to tailor my own clothes. That's always been a goal of mine. Because like we could all look that good. It's just that it needs to be made for your specific body every single piece. Yeah, no, that's actually so true. Because yeah, they Mm -hmm. would just like take parts out and suck parts in and stuff. And it just looks so effortless or something. She she always looks effortlessly chic. Like Mm -hmm. she never does anything crazy with her hair or like anything like that. And I've always just admired that like simplistic people would probably call it basic but like that simplistic look um Mm -hmm. I think also something about her is like I think she's a really underrated actress like I think she is getting more of her dues with the morning show but I think people view kind of like serious acting and like dramas and stuff versus comedy like as comedy yeah sitcom is like so lowbrow in their eyes exactly and I'm like no she brought something like really I think unique to the show so 
I, you know I like her. Was, uh, one of her best, in my opinion, acting scenes is when she was in that movie, The Breakup with Vince Vaughn. Yes. And they have that fight in the kitchen. Yes. Like every time I get into a fight with a guy, I just like replay it. And she's like, I want you to want to do the dishes. And he's yes. like, well, why would I want to do the dishes? <laughs> Fine. I'll help you do the damn dishes. Oh, come on. You know what? No, that's see, that's not what I want. You just said that you want me to help you do the dishes. I want you to want to do the dishes. Why would I want to do dishes? Why? See, that's my whole point. Let me see if I'm following this, okay? Are you telling me that you're upset because I don't have a strong desire to clean dishes? No, I'm upset because you don't have a strong desire to offer to do the dishes. I just did. After I asked you. Like, <laughs> I swear to God, like, if any person needs a release, just like go on YouTube and watch that. Like they they nail it. Um, yeah, they do. Like the and you know what? Oh yeah, you go. No, just like even the part about like the lemons and stuff like that. You know what, Gary? I asked you to do one thing today, one very simple thing, to bring me twelve lemons, and you brought me three. God damn it! If I knew that it was going to be this much trouble, I would have brought home twenty four lemons, even a hundred lemons. I know what I wish. I wish everyone that was at that goddamn table had their own little private bag of lemons. It's not that. about the lemons. Well, that's all you're talking about. I'm just saying it's, it'd be nice if you did things that I asked. It would be even nicer if you did things without me having to ask you. But that mm -hmm. fight scene, I think she does have some of those kind of scenes with Ross, too. Mm -hmm. um, which, yeah, I think she's a good actress. I don't know. Sue me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me, when I, like, listen to the Hannah Montana soundtrack, I'm like, okay, it has bangers. What do you want from me? Yeah, like, like it's good music. Like <laughs> To listen to Prince when Hannah Montana is right there. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. Um, I also think Jennifer Aniston did a really good job with sponsorships. Like, when I think of her, I think of Smart Water, and I think of Aveeno Lotion. Me and too. I don't know why. I just think of her as, like, so hydrated and moisturized. Like, she really represented those brands well. Sometimes a celebrity will pick... I don't know, something. And I'm just like, I know for a fact you don't use that. But for her, I really do see her drinking that water and rubbing the lotion on its skin. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think she was strategic about that. There's such, again, neutral, like, brands and stuff like that. Like, no one's going to complain that she, um, yeah, is the, the face of those brands. But, yeah, for sure. I think she's done well as, like, having staying power in – celebrity without having like really as much success as friends like friends is obviously her number one thing but she still has stayed at like an a-list celebrity status yeah for like 20 years which is crazy so yeah. um so we'll get into her blind items here a little bit of tldr she's like a chill pothead who just wants to like hang by the beach do yoga smoke a bowl and like relax and I want to talk about a little love drama that I had heard about over the years. It's not super in the blind items, but we know that um, Jennifer Aniston was dating Justin Theroux. I know of him from like The Leftovers, but he's basically like this big slut in Hollywood. And they were an item for a while. And I think a lot of people kind of viewed him as like, oh my God, okay, well, like you couldn't get Brad, like he left you for Angie, but like Justin's still like such a hot, sexy man. And at the same time, Selena Gomez had always loved Jennifer Aniston, seeing her in Friends. She was like an idol. And I heard allegedly that Selena is a little bit of a train wreck and she will like, you know, be using drugs or alcohol, like get herself into hairy situations and call up people like crying, like damsel in distress, asking to be saved. And apparently, allegedly, she would call up Jennifer Aniston all the time. 
and Jen would like talk her down from these walls and like calm her down and spend all this time on the phone with her. And then Selena one night hooked up with Justin Thoreau. Did you hear there, about that? I was like, I was like waiting for you to say it because I was like, yeah. I did not expect anything else. I just was like, oh, I'm sure she hooked up with Justin Thoreau. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it reminds me of like the Orlando Bloom situation for some reason too. Like yes. speaking of Miranda Kerr, like it just seems very sloppy and very messy. But I do kind of think Selena Gomez is like that. So I like love yeah, her. Sloppy and messy. <laughs> yeah. Sloppy and messy and beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh god, why am I interested now? You know what I mean? Like there's something about you know, oh my god, Selena Gomez is kind of giving Serena Vander Woodson. You know, like she talks about both Selena and Serena talk about kindness all the time, right? Yeah. They're always like, you know, attaching their lips to like some face of a man who's like no good for them and they should be staying away from. And they're always kind of single, but they're also like seeing someone. And then they also had that one big relationship that fell apart, which would be her and Dan, aka Selena and Justin. Yeah. And like no accountability for anything. (laughs) Yeah. They just slide through with like their good hair and their nice clothes. And then Blair would be... I don't know, maybe Denny. (laughs) Okay, so so, um, let's get into Jennifer Aniston's blind items. There was one here. Oh, Vital Proteins was another supplement, like sponsorships that she was doing. And allegedly it was recalled because there were bits of plastic in it. There was just a blind item basically saying that she has no idea about that. She'll just like happily promote whatever and not use it. So nay, Mm -hmm. nay. This was one, I remember this happened... I think probably about a year ago, there was a blind item alleging that a foreign-born, a literate, a-list actor hooked up with a Disney actress slash singer, and then also found time to hook up with an iconic TV actress. And that's alleging that Sebastian Stan hooked up with either Olivia Rodrigo or Sabrina Carpenter and Jennifer Aniston in like the same weekend. Which oh I just God. think I know everybody's like problematic age gap, and it is. But Sebastian Stan is so hot that I just like I'm blind to it. You know, <laughs> isn't that so true? When someone's <laughs> hot, you'll just like give them such the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I I think that this is more common in Hollywood than we think because age is less of a thing. I think there, like, of course, not in terms of like rules and like stuff like that but like I think in terms of like social scenes you'll see a lot of people like hang out with like a 30 year old one day and then like a 60 year old the other day so yeah remember when Emerson Ray was like best friends with Kourtney Kardashian and everyone was like what the fuck for some reason it was like even weirder than like hooking up they were like and you're friends with that age (laughs) it is weirder than hooking up because you're like engaged like you're like talking with them like yeah like 100 percent totally like I think it just happens more often than not also because so many celebs like Jennifer Aniston what she's probably 55 she doesn't look 55 like she looks like way yeah Yeah, like a 20 year old looks 35 and a 50-year-old looks 35 too. So it's just like, who, what? Based off of this alleged blind item, do you think it was Olivia Rodrigo or Sabrina Carpenter that Sebastian Stan hooked up with? Why do I kind of think it's Sabrina? (laughs) I feel like Olivia has had like... I feel like she's a serial monogamist. Like she has all of these boyfriends like kind of back to back and... Very Taylor Swift. I'm just kidding. I'm going to get yeah. canceled. No, but like, I know. I know. <laughs> Dude, watch it. I posted a TikTok today about like something and this girl commented, it's been a month since I was getting dragged for saying that Taylor Swift 
like it to me it, to me as my opinion it felt like she was playing to the cameras at the VMAs which I because agree I, with because I don't know she was making eye contact with the cameras and then dancing like I'm not yeah, saying it's a bad she thing had I'm not a made up handshake at the football game like, yeah so like <laughs> I didn't even talk about the football game but yeah I was like it kind of seemed like she was playing to the camera and then immediately people were like oh so you hate women so like you're a misogynist so like you've always been like a mean girl evil bitch awful anyway whatever <laughs> I posted a video today about like something and somebody goes aren't you the girl who made that hate video about Taylor Swift and I'm just like what are you doing like I'm what is wrong dead. with Swifties we're like just like block me then I just like don't yeah. understand anyway whatever that's so now, funny back to the Sebastian Stan stuff the yeah. thing is he was at whatever it was like one of these fucking award shows it was when Sebastian Stan is the Met Gala when he wore that all pink outfit um, and there is a picture of him and Sabrina Carpenter and Olivia Rodrigo are right next to him. Yes, in the when they're like embracing. Yes. Yeah, so like yes. they were at least hanging out that night. Yeah. And maybe Wild. both the Yeah. Yes, and so. this was revealed it says 0502 and usually isn't the Met Gala like um, usually like May, like the first weekend in May. Mm. So mm. like, so. I don't know, this is sus. Who knows? We'll see. But apparently Jennifer Aniston got in there, too. Now, there were a lot of different blind items about Jennifer Aniston kind of in the more recent years becoming a bit of a bitch. So there's one saying this former A-list actress who started an iconic role was the main antagonist, but her entire party treated the staff at a place where they were vacationing horribly. One of the members of the staff said that it was the worst group of people that ever stayed there. And this was when Jennifer Aniston went on like a tropical vacation with Jimmy Kimmel, Jason Bateman, and a few other people. And, um, over on Patreon, I have an entire episode called Why I Hate Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and then we also did a um, Jason Bateman Arrested Development one. Like, they're also a terror in the blind items. Um, and then there was this other blind here saying A-list actress, whatever. <laughs> they describe her as saying she was also pregnant quite often because, you know how the tabloids, like, every week were, like, that, yeah. pregnant. Yeah. It said she was the biggest of Karens this weekend and left people in tears. She really has become a lot less nice over the years. So I just feel like that's sad. I always imagined her being, like, very sweet and California cool to people. Yeah, 100%. The way that she calls everyone she interacts with, like, honey. Honey, I, yes. Yeah, I, like, started to... <laughs> work that into your routine yes like actually though because she it just seems so warm and like empathetic and stuff like that that I always liked that so much but like you are the company you keep um I don't know yeah I I could see this I I also know that you can catch people on bad days so totally do you remember um over COVID when they did that like zoom table read it was her brad pitt and shia labeouf there was like getting hammered in his car because he was like method acting or whatever and then didn't she say to brad she was like hi honey how you doing or something yeah yeah i think she called him pitt she was like hey pitt like something like that and like how are you doing honey or something like that and i was just like i want to be her so bad (laughs) yeah she's got that like casual cool she's got a bit of a serena vanderwoodson thing going on yeah she does and i think that's why like selena like always connected with her and stuff like like i do think that there Mm. is like some element of 
They've things. got the it factor. They have the it factor. I think they have really good PR in terms of like they're always like usually in good standing with the public, even though yeah. they might be doing stuff on the low that's like, yeah, oh, yeah. not great. <laughs> There's a volume item here saying um, Jennifer Aniston, she hosted a holiday party, but didn't want anyone snapping photos of her or her guests. So it was a no phone party and that there were some people who chose not to attend once they heard about the rule. And the first thing that came to mind to me when I read this blind item was remember her first post on Instagram where it was her and the entire cast of friends, but like (laughs) Matthew Perry is like hunched over a table and there's very obviously lines of blow on the table, but like the entire world had seen it. It was the same time that there were like lines of blow in like Kim Kardashian's Snapchat video. And she had to say that it was like from her eyelash or her eyeshadow palette. And it's like, dude, like I know what a line of cocaine looks like. You guys were obviously doing bumps and then you took a photo. Like it's the most relatable thing about you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I do really think like sometimes she hangs out with people. Like there was even a picture of her at that really big long table with a bunch of different actors this Mm -hmm. summer. And people were like, oh, this looks like a a group of people like I wouldn't want to hang out with so Mm. I don't know but yeah I love when celebrities post things that when they don't know like all the snapchat Mm -hmm. days were so good did you do you remember um when Gigi Hadid was dating Cody Simpson and they were caught doing cocaine at the DJ booth and the thing is like they're behind it's a video they're behind the DJ booth they bend over at 90 degrees at the hip and put their nose to a table and then come back up and them trying to deny it was just like what like you wanted to sniff the dirty chicken tender crumbs like come on come on like do you think we're so so stupid this is why like the podcast exists like sure like sometimes people get too far with the conspiracies and like celebrity tabloid fodder but also some of these celebrities are just like seriously like you're gonna look me in the eye and gaslight us and say that you didn't do this when like it's so very obvious that you did totally and then in other interviews and stuff they'll be like yeah, I was around drugs all the time. Like, at, at, at every party, it was just offered to me. And then, yes. but like, specific incidents, they're like, this it never happens. Like, it's yeah. like the way the US government will be like, yeah, we're going to release stuff about like JFK's assassination or MK Ultra, but we're not doing anything weird now. Now we're not doing anything. Yeah. But back then we were. And then, cut to 20 years and like it all comes out. It's like, okay, like, whatever. Yeah. So, if I read every single blind item about Justin cheating on Jennifer Aniston we would literally be here for the next two hours but I'm just gonna sum it up and basically say that that's what happens um Justin Thoreau gives me dirty dick energy just because he's always in the blind items as like screwing over women and like not being a great guy I don't I also don't think he's like that famous like other than the leftovers I'm trying to think of like what else he's been and I'm looking it up no literally nothing he I feel like had the chance to be like such a big deal and just like I feel like kind of flopped oh he's in that new show White House Plumbers that I think it's like critically acclaimed, but I haven't heard anyone say that they're watching it yet. Which yeah, I've makes literally little, uh... never heard of that. <laughs> like... Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, let's see. There was one. So Jennifer Aniston um, dated Paul Rudd back in the day for a little bit. And there was a blind item saying that they split because he didn't want to sit around every single night and drink wine and do bong hits every single night. And Brad Pitt kind of alleged he did a little bit of a quote about his marriage with Jennifer Aniston saying that like he would stay at home all the time and like get high and not be making anything of himself. Um, 
which I understand. You know that line in the Drake song, Feel No Ways, where it's like, I tried with you. There's more to life than sleeping in and getting high with you. Let's spread the rumor that Drake dated Jennifer Aniston, by the way, because that sounds like <laughs> yeah. what she likes to do. Literally. Um, but yeah, it seems like truly she is just a pothead who wants to chill by the beach, which I kind of love that. And maybe that's why she looks so good because she's not stressed out about anything. 100%. I always say this, but like if I was a celebrity, I would be the one chilling all of the time. Like yeah. I wouldn't be like starting a million projects like Kim Kardashian. Like I literally would like get my wealth and then hang over the pool, smoking weed, drinking wine. Like, yes. I, like okay, like that. That sounds great to me. Like, I don't understand that, but I do get it. Like, does that get tired probably after a while? Yes. But like, I think she's in just the right amount of projects. Same here. I'm I'm with you too. Like, that's why I'm looking at Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy right now. And I'm like, dude, like you're starting your own network. Like, but you just won. You got like 60 mil. Like if I was that, I would get really into decorating I would keep doing the podcast and then I would have like two days a week where I like volunteer at like a soup kitchen or something. So yeah. then that way I don't feel like a total piece of shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then that would just be my life week after week. I'd be happy with it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't understand this like striving for more. <laughs> like, yeah, it like, couldn't be me. I think yeah. a lot of us lost that gene during COVID. It yes. just kind of stamped it out of us. So. That's so true. Yeah. Now, this was a fascinating blind item here. Remember, obviously, when Taylor sang some actress in the bathroom asking me what happened? Not weeping in a party bathroom, some actress asking me what happened, you. whatever and all too well and <laughs> and everybody was trying to figure out who the actress was well this is an interesting little tidbit it says one hiccup in uh the former tv actress helping out taylor swift so you know basically saying a reason why it wouldn't have been jennifer aniston asking her what happened in the bathroom they say there was a period of time shortly after Jennifer Aniston split with John Mayer that she blamed the split on Taylor Swift. Granted, the bathroom visit from the song was a year or so later, so they could have kissed and made up just something to keep in mind. So yeah, I think a lot of Jennifer Aniston's relationships, I mean, like I said, right, like Paul Rudd, John Mayer, a lot of these get kind of overlooked because you just have the Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie shadow, but like... No, she dated John Mayer, and I feel like, um, I don't know, I feel like anyone to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with John Mayer and, like, come away from it okay, like, I, I know she was definitely damaged from it, but I just always find that very fascinating. He's got, he must have pheromones, because every woman in Hollywood has been with him. I know, 100%. Yeah, I... Yeah, I agree that, I don't know, I never pictured it being Jennifer Aniston, I agree that, like, I feel like, I don't know, I just don't see... Well, you know what I love is that, like, I feel like John Mayer is so, like, my ego. Like, I'm the best. Like, I'm moody and tortured. And I'm sure Jennifer Aniston was just like, yeah, I'm tan and I'm about to roll up a joint. So, like, come yeah, by if you want yeah. to. But, like, if it's fine if you don't. I mean, I'm sure he fucked with her a little bit because I feel like he just fucks with everyone. Um, but I do like the idea of – I feel like someone like Taylor Swift at that age, right, would totally buy into the whole tortured artist thing. And Jennifer Aniston would probably be like, I'm an A-list actress. Like, I've got nothing to prove. No, I totally agree with you that I feel like she even just with like age and maturity probably was like hey yeah, I'm actually 
like don't need these games or like whatever with John Mayer, but mm-hmm. I still picture it being someone else asking her in the bathroom. Because yeah, also, what event would they be at that would be together? Like maybe one of the Academy Awards or something? like. Just yeah, it would have to be a big yeah, event, which like that. you don't have convos like that at like a big bathroom where everybody's. Yeah, in. or yeah, because does Jennifer go to Met Gala's? Like, I don't know. I just don't know. No, I feel like I never really see her there. Yeah, I, would like, love I feel to. like they don't like cross paths, but yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, there was some interest. Oh, there was one basically saying back in 2021 that she was dating a married man and she was keeping it on the DL because she knew that the tabloids would go crazy with it. So who yeah. knows? I mean, that was two years ago. Now, you know how she's tight with Chelsea Handler and Chelsea Handler is like very team Jen anti Angelina Jolie. Um, there was an interesting blind item here that I didn't believe, but there were like it came up a couple different times, basically saying, here we go, which superstar broke up with her husband because she caught him cheating with her very funny best friend? Not only is the marriage over, but also is her friendship with the person she treated like a sister. It was basically this long blind item saying that um, Chelsea Handler and Justin Thoreau like hooked up. And that's why Jennifer Aniston like gave him the boot. And at first I was like, no, like, I don't think so, whatever. But then there was another one, too, oh saying God. that um, Chelsea Handler you know, needs rehab. She's walking away from certain projects. The last straw was when she hit on the husband of a uh, co-worker while high, but hey, she hit on her former best friend's husband, so it's not new territory that she's exploring. So I was like, oh my God. That's uh, wild. something did happen, you know? Yeah, I don't, I feel like that, I wouldn't see that from Chelsea Handler, but like, I don't know, maybe after like a few drinks or like drugs or whatever, maybe. yeah. But that's wild. uh, There's a few more, too. One day we could do, like, a full Jennifer Aniston deep dive, so I'll leave some of them for that episode. The last one I'm going to end on here is just a little bit Friends-related. It says, she can say what she wants publicly, but behind the scenes, this A-list, mostly movie actress who had an iconic role on an iconic TV show wants no part of a reunion and is the main person blocking any reunion. And in some of the other blinds that we do, they allege that Matthew Perry was the one blocking the reunion. Um, but I, I feel like that's always so fun and funny with these sitcom shows. It's always the idea of a reunion and like, who's the one person who thinks that they're so big that like, they don't want to get the gang back together again. And she is the biggest. Yeah. She's the Lauren Conrad, like Mm. of the Hills Mm. reunion, I feel like. So that's really interesting. I could also see them not having the right time with Matthew's like health up and downs, but yeah, yeah, that's so interesting. She didn't Mm. need it though. Like she was doing other stuff. Yeah. She, the amount, because not only has she, right, obviously been in Friends, but she's been in killer stuff. Like right now too, she's getting that Apple check from Morning Show. She must have, I know Googling net worth like never works because like nobody knows, but I'm just going to Google it real quick because her net worth must be like freaking fat, dude. Like, and she does all those sponsorships. They say 300 million is the estimate. (laughs) Wild. Because they were making, I think in their last couple of seasons, a million dollars per episode. Yeah. And it was like the seasons that like had like, you know, 24 episodes or whatever. Absolutely wild. Today's episode of Fluently Forward is brought to you by Chime. If you are looking for a way to build your credit scores safely with everyday purchases and on-time payments, 
check out the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. This is a great way to build credit. There's no annual fee, interest, or a credit check to get started. So with the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can use it everywhere that Visa credit cards are accepted and you build credit using your own money. Some great benefits of this are you get paid up to two days earlier. So with a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner and you can ditch the monthly fees and you can also access over 60,000 fee-free ATMs, which is more than the national top three banks combined. So you can start building your credit up, open up a Chime checking account with at least a $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at chime.com slash fluently. That is chime.com slash fluently. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank, member FDIC. Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. On-time payment history may have a positive impact on your credit score. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Okay, well, let's move on to Lisa Kudrow, who plays uh, Phoebe Buffy, right? And uh, Phoebe she's like the Buffet. wacky one. Phoebe Buffet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, people say that I'm the most like her. So okay, I relate to her. I'll, I'll take that. I feel like I've seen her in other, and I'm going to look up her repertoire here because I've seen her in other works. And I always feel like she's playing a character who's the fucking worst. Like remember when she was in Easy A and she was that like predatory teacher who was like hooking up with the student? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Yeah. and I know, obviously, like, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Like, there's so many iconic um, things that she's been in. She also had a show um, that I think was, like, kind of like a cult classic about a Mm. um, celebrity, I think, that was, like, quote-unquote past their prime and, like, trying to regain fame or whatever that Mm. I always say that I'm going to watch and just, like, never have, but... I think she's also a really great actress. Yeah, there was really only a few blind items about her, which always, in my mind, I'm like, oh, that means that they're a good person, you know? So, yeah, I think she is a good person. And also, I, like, you're blonde, she's blonde, and, like, I don't know, maybe you have some, like, kooky interests, and she has some kooky interests, but, like, other than that, like, I don't see you as a Phoebe Buffet ever. Like, (laughs) Like she, oh, okay. She's like really hippy dippy in the show, mm-hmm. and like, um, she had like a really tough. Like she didn't know her mom. She had a twin sister that she didn't get along with. Um, and she, uh, like grew up without a home and stuff like that. And but mm. it, she was, I actually hate her character. <laughs> she was, oh. like, she was so annoying. She was like too like head in the clouds. Okay, yeah, which is interesting because you think that normally you'd assign that personality trait to like the Rachel Green or something like that. It's interesting when people are like, oh, this person is really street smart because they had to survive to be that way, but they're also the dumbest idiot you've ever met. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, what are you doing? Like, you know, let's, let's get That's this That's her. Paper. That's her. Well, there was a blind item here about um, her time on Friends. It says, it almost happened. There was a time on this iconic network show that everybody still loves and binges where one of the characters was going to be fired. The obvious choice is the guy with the drug problem. So I think that would be Matthew Perry. 
you would be wrong. Instead, it was one of the actresses. She didn't get along with anyone and was always complaining about her character to the other actors and the producers and refused to even talk to the writers because she blamed them. She hated the writers. With several seasons remaining on the show, the plan was to have the character get a fabulous new opportunity she could not refuse, which would force her to leave. The idea was storyboarded, and apparently there was a short three-episode arc with the season finale saying her goodbyes. The idea was that she was going to move to another show on the same network on a full-time basis. But in the end, though, the idea was tanked and she remained. So, yeah, maybe she was also upset about her character. Yeah, which, like, this sounds bad, but, like, I hated her storylines until she got together with Paul Rudd. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. She had, like, no storylines, I feel like. Um, I guess the one with her mom, there was, you know, some touching moments there. But, like, yeah, I just... I totally get it. She, I don't know. I feel like they were kind of writing her like Samantha on Sex in the City, like just kind of like embarrassing. Yeah. Like dumb, like comic relief. It is interesting too um, in this blind item how it says she didn't get along with anyone. I have always felt like Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston were closer for some reason, but I just feel like anytime you have a group of three girls, like three is not the good number. Yeah. Good things don't happen in like in odd number groups of like ladies, basically. Yeah, that's funny. This was fascinating. This blind item says this married actress used to be A plus and on a hit network show for almost a decade. She is hit or miss on shows and is having an affair with a guy who is pushing 80. I just feel like who would want like 77 year old dick you know what I mean like I just and for an affair like wouldn't you want to have an affair with a strapping 27 year old or something (laughs) yeah Yeah, 100% like I didn't even know 80 year olds still got boners basically so like I I don't know that's fucking weird (laughs) this is a blind item that kind of leans into her it's very long so I'll just summarize it but it was basically just saying that Lisa is very very trusting almost like way too naive um producers used to have sex with her for parts and she trusted them because she was like well they ended up giving me the part so like it worked out blah 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 allegedly and apparently her husband um has been cheating on her and a lot of people come up to her with like notes and hotel receipts and like evidence of women calling him but she chooses to believe her husband and kind of keep her head in the clouds although now that you told me that about her character sometimes I'm like oh I wonder if like the character influences the blind item I don't know if that's true yeah Yeah. that's a really good point I know because she doesn't seem like that at all in -hmm. real life she seems like a really like with it like logical person now, there were, however, a lot of blind items about her husband cheating on her. His name's Michael Stern. He's some, like, French advertising executive. Um, and there were blind items about him, like, massively hitting on other women and them coming to Lisa and being like, her husband did this to me and her being like, oh, my God, well, you must have just, like, misunderstood. Like, there's a cultural difference, like, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I guess people in Europe kiss on the cheek or something yeah anyway who knows what's going on but it seems like her husband might be a little bit of a wanderer oh i hate that for her me too and she did have two kindness blind items one about her sponsoring um and paying for a salary for two teachers at of course they just said africa they didn't say the country but Mm -hmm. somewhere there and then there was another um blind item about her giving away over three million dollars to charity and i feel i feel like i do hear about the friends cast being very charitable which i mean their net worth is probably so big that it's hard not to be you know yeah absolutely 
Okay, David Schwimmer, he played Ross. And other than Ross, like, I have <sighs> no opinion about him on anything. You're shaking your head. Yeah, I just hate Ross so much. <laughs> like, and it makes <laughs> me, like, hate David Schwimmer. Like, I just, like, his character is so bad. Like, I, I don't know. I never – I think the true, like – romance of the show is between monica and chandler mm. and even though ross and rachel got all of the like you know everyone's like oh i want to be like ross and rachel and stuff like that yeah he's just such a loser character and <laughs> i feel like I, I do paint his character onto him i will say he has produced these videos about like workplace harassment um, that I often Wait, yes I know what because so I was weird. like he became a director after this right yes yes and he has, that's what he directed harassment in the workplace videos yeah but like good ones I actually use them all the time at my work which is super it, super weird and but, is he in them or is it like no, a David no he's production? like oh, okay yeah but it always says at the beginning of the production a David Schwimmer production so then people always ask me like oh, is it like the David Schwimmer? So then I always just <laughs> preface the video. I'm like, yeah, and it's produced by like the friend's castmate. So like, yeah, I don't know. I'm scared to look at his blind eyes. Because like- What yeah. makes the workplace harassment video good? Like it, it's just, you know, some of the ones that I've listened to before, like it, it's like AI wrote the script. It's all 100%. Yeah, I think that that's the reasons why they're good. It's like the dialogue is authentic. Um, the ones that I specifically use are at like bars and there's so much harassment in the service industry um, mm. that goes like unchecked and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I think he actually uses like um, really accurate depictions of, yeah, workplace harassment. So like that is such a side huh. tangent about. Good for David. Yeah. Yeah. But I hate the character Ross. And sometimes well, David Schwimmer. <laughs> Yeah, so his blind items, like, aren't that great. It's just a lot of cheating and fucking around, basically. So here's the first one. It says, much like his character in that iconic role in TV show, this B-list, mostly TV actor's wife, thinks that one thing is happening in their relationship while the actor already is hooking up with someone barely in their 20s. And we're going to have a lot of these when it comes to David Schwimmer. Do you think that these people are actually cheating on their partners this much? Or do you think when people are writing blind items and there's like, I don't know, like nothing going on or like, <laughs> like they just get like a whisper of a story, they just like jump to cheating? I think that everyone in Hollywood is is cheating pansexual and on drugs. And like it, you have to present me with evidence to make me think that you're loyal, straight and sober. <laughs> like I, And I need years yeah. of evidence. Otherwise, I'm just going to go back to my default. You know, like when it comes yeah. to celebrities, I just tend to assume the opposite. Like, yeah. I don't know. And also, I mean, there were tons here. So let's see. What was another one here? This one was interesting. Um, the former A-list, mostly TV actor from a very long-running network show, whatever, turned failed movie actor, turned director, <laughs> turned take-what-he-can-get actor, That's is so divorcing brutal. his wife. I told you about the other woman he got pregnant. Apparently, though, the woman he got pregnant charges by the hour, and our actor is just finding that out now and has been going crazy texting and emailing and yelling at her. Um, so I always like when they throw a little bit of more details into it. 
Yeah, 100%. That seems more accurate than just like um, this, you know, character. Ewing hooking up. Yeah. 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 There was one, I don't know, he was like shitty to a waiter. There was a blind item about that. Um, this one was interesting. It says, if you ask this A-list minus mostly movie actress slash Oscar stealer, which would be Gwyneth Paltrow, who was the second worst sexual partner she ever had, she would mention the star from the show who now likes to direct. He was rude, arrogant, and angry that he was unable to perform. And we found out in his book, and also Gwyneth confirmed it in her kind of like in memoriam Instagram post to Matthew Perry, that she also like made out with Matthew Perry. So she was making the rounds around the friends cast. 100%. Yeah. That's so sad. Like that's, yeah. But that, I don't know. I just feel like that's such a do. Sorry to any of the straight men who are listening. Mm -hmm. I'm only saying this because I think that there's only seven of you who listen, but I just feel like that's also such a doodly thing to like be unable to perform and then get like really angry about it and like punch a wall. (laughs) 100%. And then the one only thing is like, yeah, like you can't get wet. So like you cry and then you're moody for an hour. I'll do it to both sides. I'll do it to everyone. We all have our ways of dealing with it. 100%. This is what he dated uh, Natalie Imbrug- Imbruglia. Is that how you say it, right? The the singer. Mm-hmm. And it says, apparently this foreign back in the day one hit wonder used the sperm of her former A-list, mostly TV actor X to achieve pregnancy. Oh my god! Isn't it funny how like there's always blind items about like cheating and drugs. And then there's also some about like whose sperm did you use? <laughs> like Mindy Kaling, January Jones, like whose sperm was it? I always just find that so fun. The sperm speculation. The, yes. the ejaculation speculation. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right, right, rule in the nation, you know? Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, okay. There do you know post secret? Why does that sound so delicious and old school? Yes, it's going to bring you back to like 2010, but it was basically this art project where you could send a (gasps) secret, yeah, by mail to this guy, and Mm. he made books out of the secrets. There is one that haunts me to this day that is a postcard of all of these A-list celebs, uh, men, A-list men, being like... um, one of these celebrities like is the father of my child and he like doesn't know or something like that or like doesn't like contact the child or something like that like that could be David Schremer like was it Owen Wilson I'm like all of his kids (laughs) but like it was like A-list it was like Bradley Cooper's of like that so it's Mm. so interesting yeah I hope it was um he doesn't contact the kids because if it was like and he doesn't know I'd be like well then what was the point of getting knocked up by him like go and get the child support money now immediately yeah 100% yeah this is one that says uh don't believe the hype these former co-stars you know are not together he just uses his fame to find new women to hook up with each week this is around the time when they did that like little reunion thing um And David admitted that he was, like, in love with Jennifer Aniston and had a crush on her and stuff like that. Yeah, you're rolling your eyes. Me too. Like, I wasn't even into Friends, but it was just reeking of, like, PR, let's, like, get a good headline for this. 100%. Yeah, it was just, like, again, Ross and Rachel were, like, the big thing that everyone talked about and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So, like, let's throw in that 
we all had crushes on Jennifer Aniston. And it's like, who wouldn't have a crush on Jennifer Aniston? Like, she's She had the perfect shiny hair and two nips looking at you right in the eyes and a cute little plaid miniskirt. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I go feral when I see pictures of her in the 90s. <laughs> like, it's insane. Literally. So I think it was just kind of like a oh this is like so funny that you like didn't know this or whatever and it's like okay <laughs> yeah there was another blind here about um him and Selma Blair were co-stars for American Crime Story there was yes. a blind item basically saying that he hooked up with her um, yeah when he played together yeah Robert Kardashian um oh. senior um the lawyer like Kim's dad yeah interesting, interesting. And then hmm. this last one that I'll end on just because it tickles me so much because I find it deeply relatable. It says, this is from years ago. This rich young star just bought a house in a ritzy LA neighborhood and he loves to walk his dog on the tree shaded streets. But during his evening strolls, he can't resist peeking in his neighbor's windows. He's been caught three times craning his neck to get a better view. When confronted, he uses the excuse, my dog slipped away. We wonder if he's looking at women or just getting decorating ideas. And when I tell you, like, everyone gets um gloom and doom about the winter and I do too but here's the thing that pumps me up the way you can go for a nighttime stroll at 5 p.m and like yeah it sucks that it's dark at 5 p.m but you get to look into everybody's windows like back in New York I would go by like the nicest streets and I would just like stop and stare anyway like and I was saying I would I would watch tv with them like I love getting a peek into people's houses I know I was like is this blind written about me like it's actually that's actually so much fun I love Mm. doing that when yeah you go on a walk and I am getting decorating ideas but yeah yeah. and I'm looking at the women I'm doing both yeah and it's just like I don't know maybe as like a millennial who will probably never own a home it's just like, yeah. it's like aspirational to look at someone's like dining room table <laughs> like sorry <laughs> no it is so much like they have a guest bathroom and I'm like wow I wonder what it's like to have two of those bad boys one you get to put fun wallpaper in and then the other you get to you know blow it out on the daily like, <laughs> you need two bathrooms <laughs> yeah I was like oh is that like a fireplace in crown molding like literally mm-hmm. like Tom or like what is it Tom Who's the Tom? <laughs> no, who's you're putting you're putting uh, your fingers keeper? up to your eyes like, in a TV show or what? We'll figure this out. Tom the Peeper from a TV show? Is this a cartoon? That's basically me. No, but that's not the that's not the like name of the guy. <laughs> like, Are you talking about the guy in The Simpsons when Homer goes into the bushes from The Simpsons? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, no. I don't know. Some someone will know, but like. Just when you're being a peeper. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like I, uh, you know, I, I, I'm probably going to be moving out of this apartment when my lease is up into a different spot. And I'm certainly doing an apartment tour before because like anytime I see somebody put an apartment tour online, literally, if you listen to this and you have done an apartment tour of your apartment, please DM it to me. I don't care if we've never DM'd or spoken before. I love looking at where people live. I just go nuts for it. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. And I love when it's a YouTube video and 
it's like this is the empty tour and then this is the decorated tour like that yes me um gabby who just goes by gabriella on youtube obviously part of the pod collection has (laughs) i've probably watched her apartment or her flat tour like a million times and christy like made one for our group in the text message and i like show it to people so there's that (laughs) okay (laughs) the next person we're gonna cover is um the recently passed on matthew perry so we're gonna be covering him i'm gonna try to do it in a respectful way even though some of these blind items are like not the greatest but um he revealed a lot of this already in his memoir which came out i believe last year Mm -hmm. um and before like i said i didn't really watch friends my idea of matthew perry i knew that he was struggling with drugs and alcohol and then i also knew that he was pretty infamous for hitting on uh instagram models do you know Alyssa violet yes yeah, there was a moment in time where like Alyssa Violet was my Roman Empire. And I feel like now I'm just like, get back to vlogging. Like you were so you you had the chance that nobody else had. You could have been everything. Like I think about it all the time, both her and Sophia Franklin. I just want to sit them down and be like, let me play on your life for a year because like you've you've got it. You just need to milk it. Anyway, she posted a photo and I remember Matthew Perry commented, Oh my gosh, so cringe. He goes, and she was like I don't know, like 22 at the time, like young, like posting photos of herself on Instagram. And he goes, you are so good looking that you count as three good looking people. Two good looking people had to a B moves down too. And then he said, simply attractive because of you. Anyway, so he would like, not even in the DMs, he would like openly put it out there on Instagram models pages. Ooh, Matthew Perry. It's so creepy. Like it gives Ben Affleck hitting on really young girls on Raya and stuff like that. Like, I just like, you can't publicly do that. Like you are a well-known movie star. And to do this so publicly, like... Ben Affleck's like he thought was going to be private but even if you mm. think it's going to be private like people eventually like they're going to take screenshots and they're going to post about it like you just cannot be doing this shady shit like like what happened to going out to a club and finding the hottest girl there and then having your assistant walk over with an NDA come on man that was <laughs> classic stuff <laughs> literally yeah I just like it's so cringy like I don't know if he like was just like boomer about this and like didn't know that because he has like a blue check mark and like because there's accounts like comments by celebs that this is gonna be picked up into like a huge like news article but yeah it's just so cringy yeah I think people thought about his book too I think a lot of people have a lot of um respect and admiration for him and being so open about his struggle with his addictions I think he it was revealed right that he spent more than seven million dollars on over 15 rehab stays he's done a lot of charity work and work to give back to these causes and then I think a lot of people too about his book also were picking up on vibes of him um definitely treating women as like lesser beings like he talks in the book a lot about just how hot Jennifer Aniston was and how it was like so distracting, like working with her and like trying to look at her and all of these like sexual conquests he had. And he had them because, you know, he felt abandoned by his mother as a kid. But then he would explain why he's like, oh, and like 
it stinks because I was I always feel abandoned by my mother anyway so then I slept with this girl and then like ghosted her and it's just like if you're self-aware enough to like know what you're doing is wrong and the reason for it like you should also be able to stop doing it and you were telling me too right that at the end of the book there were some what was it shout outs to yeah um, like acknowledgments of the the friends cast and like I just felt like there was a very different tone about how he talked about the women versus the men on the cast and yeah I think it's it's an interesting time because obviously like his his death is tragic and his life like we it is really brave talking about all of the um addiction issues that he um uh went through and like in a time especially like so friends was on like in the 90s and early 2000s it's like I don't think that people like either noticed or like cared or thought that it would be like Mm -hmm. a long-term problem. But like, if you watch the seasons now, like all through the 10 seasons, you can tell in seasons, not that he was high, but like his weight and his like complexion and stuff like that. He said in the book, yeah, like he would be very skinny when he was using. Is that something you noticed? Exactly. Like he would be like, very very thin and like his complexion would be like ruddy and stuff like that Mm. and then he would be like you know a normal build and like uh um his like just with brighter complexion and stuff like that and it's like you can so easily track that over the 10 years but like I just don't think maybe people were like you just wish that someone had like some studio exec or whatever like tapped his shoulder earlier on and yeah I think that a lot so many things yeah back then did you watch the Beckham documentary no but I have to watch it I was going to if we were going to cover that but yeah yeah really good I covered them on uh when this comes out they'll have been Friday's Patreon episode but they were talking about like this shit that he went through when he got like red flagged at a game and how all of England like hated him, like spit on him for like, like literally for a year. And they were saying too, like back then, like nobody really talked about mental health. Like I know it was only 10, 20 years ago for some of these things, but the leaps that we have made in 10 to 20 years is like astronomical. Like people were not using the phrase mental health in the nineties. 100%. And like, I, I know that there was some, like things flagged for him during this time but like it was probably like absence own like it was probably like we'll just stop yeah. drinking fully um and like stop drinking like there wasn't harm reduction or like stuff yeah. like that that we have now that just gives people more of a a, a chance to succeed um and yeah it's 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 really it's sad but yeah i think he always had demons and not everyone's perfect but yeah I I also don't want to excuse if like yeah he was like kind of shitty to women and stuff a little bit like yeah Yeah, seeming like that in the acknowledgments like he said like uh Lisa like oh you're like one of the only women who's like made me laugh Courtney thanks for making people think that like I could have a, a wife as attractive as you Jen, thanks for like letting me look at your face for like two seconds longer than I should have every day but then when it came to like Matt and David it was like oh like you did so much great acting work turning this character dimensional like uh like David you really helped us with the pay raises you were like transformational so it's just I don't know um 
we'll see. Okay, yeah. well, some of his yeah. blind items here. Speaking of the book, there was one that said, before this actor could sign a book deal, he had to find someone willing to purchase 25,000 units the first week to assure that it would be a bestseller. The publisher wouldn't do the deal any other way. It's just so true. Like, one day I should do an episode about the politics of memoirs and book sales and Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Come on, like, like a hundred percent. Like, not all of those numbers are going to be correct. I think a lot of them are fudged. One hundred percent, totally. Which it does surprise me for someone of his like, you know, um, status status that that he, they didn't think it would do well. But I guess like, in a lot of ways, unless you're like, you know, standalone people like Britney Spears, like I guess books just like don't do as well. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There was one here saying, um, you know, Matthew Perry, someone all of you know, he talks about many of his relationships and drug use, but never seems to talk about the very, very young athlete, Jennifer Capriati, that he got hooked on coke, or this former A-list actress, Yasmin Belith, who crashed and burned out of her career because he introduced her to coke. Um, Jennifer is a tennis player. She's been pictured with him a lot. Yasmin is, um, she used to be on Baywatch. She was also pictured with him a lot. You just hear about all of these sad stories in Hollywood of somebody getting, you know, involved with drugs and then just like immediately not being able to find work afterwards and really struggling with it. Yeah, that's true. There's a blind here um, when he did a People magazine and they said, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. They used AI for the whole thing of how he wanted to look. There were a lot of different blind items about, him being like massively photoshopped or like using AI to kind of like change his image at the end so he looked like the old Chandler that people knew rather than like how he was starting to look at the end yeah I I really see that as being valid just because well everyone talked about the reunion special about how yeah like um just how much like filler and Botox and stuff people used which to be honest, like, it's not fair for these people, like, coming back, you know, 20, yeah, you're 25, damned if 30. you do, yeah. damned if you don't. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, they're not going to look like themselves when they were, like, 20 or 25 or 30 or whatever. Like, they're going to look like they're in their 50s, which is, like, so brutal. But also, like, obviously just, like, drug use and alcohol, excessive alcohol intake is, like, really tough on your body. So it makes yeah. sense that maybe – you know, there are some things that he didn't like about the way that he looked. So that's sad. Or um, I remember for that reunion and, you know, I didn't even watch all of it because, you know, I wasn't super into friends. But I think Lisa, a.k.a. Phoebe, she seems like she hasn't gotten that much work done. And her face is, as the plastic surgeons tell me about mine, animated, which means you have a lot of wrinkles because you move your face around a lot. Um, and it's just so funny that like all of these like jagweeds online will be like, oh my God, like everybody looks too done. Just like age naturally and gracefully. And then you see someone like Lisa who's got wrinkles and it's like, oh, burn it with fire. And it's like, you just don't want anyone to win. Like, oh my God, the only aging that's appropriate is like the Audrey Hepburn type of aging where you still look hot as an 80 year old, which is like, that's so you know? true. I know. It's like, you deserve to die because you, yeah. like, you look your age. Yeah. Which is like so wild, especially when us normies are commenting on stuff like that. Because I'm like, you know, they have access to, you know, the best doctors, the best skincare, yes. the healthiest food, the, um, you know, the lifestyle that can afford you like to age 
quote unquote like gracefully or whatever so it's so wild to me but yeah I can imagine that being one of the toughest parts about being a you know younger famous person and then having like a sustainable career is just um you know seeing people like even I feel like that with Britney Spears it's like people always post pictures of her from like her 20s like not current day and stuff and I'm like that must be a tough thing to to work through Lana Del Rey after she gained weight like all of her fans just post photos of her and like the what do you call it west coast brooklyn baby era and they're like this is my queen and it's like oh my god like what are you guys doing 100 percent, yeah yeah um okay well there's basically a ton of blind items about matthew perry and his drug use but i feel like it's just pretty gratuitous to read like obviously if you want to know the story you can read his memoir but that's just kind of like the tldr Today's episode of Fluently Forward is brought to you by Quince. If you know anything about me, you know that I like feeling luxurious, but being frugal, and that is why I am so excited to tell you about Quince. They're basically this company, they're a go-to place for luxury essentials, but they have very reasonable prices, and they do this by cutting out the cost of the middleman and working directly with these top factories themselves. So all of their items are going to be priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. You can get anything on there. You can get clothing. They have great capsule wardrobe options. I personally love all of the home decor stuff that they have. The guy I'm seeing right now, his duvet cover is from Quince. And I found out before we got the sponsorship. So I was very, very excited. It's one of the softest things I've ever slept in. They also have curtains on there that I have. And I just think it's great too. Like if you're moving into a new apartment and maybe you want like a high quality kitchen knife, but you don't want to spend like hundreds of dollars on it, you know, maybe you want silverware. I don't know. I love the home stuff, but they also have great jewelry, purses, clothing, anything that you want. So if you want to get affordable luxury with Quince, you can go to quince.com slash fluently for free shipping on your order and you get 365 day returns. That is Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash fluently to get free shipping and 365 day returns. So once again, quince.com slash fluently. So for the sake of time, we're going to move on to Courtney Cox, who spells her name with like an extra E in there. Like, don't you think that her publicist would have been like, take out that E? It's C-O-U-R-T-E-N-E-Y. Very confusing to pull blind items. I had to try all different types. Anyway, um, (laughs) speaking of somebody who has, and she only has literally one blind item, so she must be a good person. But speaking of fillers and everything, I feel like this is pretty topical. She has come out and said that she went overboard with facial fillers, that she messed up a lot. She didn't really realize that she looked a little bit off. I remember posting about this when she said it, and I just went, I tip my hat to you, my dear, because I, you know, I've talked about it like I got my nose done. I've had Botox. I've had, um, what have I done? I did cheek filler once and then I did under eye filler once, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. Then I went to get more after like two years. It got botched. I removed it. It took out my natural under eyes. I went to a different person to get more. It got botched. I took it out. And now I have like even more hollow under eyes than I would have had, but I'm too scared to get it again. So like (laughs) when I tell you- Wait, yeah. did you do under eye filler? I did under eye filler, and that wasn't the thing that I feel like got botched on me. I'll DM you about the Ooh. thing that I think got like botched, but yeah, no, I think people don't realize, and this is even um, like medical spas and 
doctors and stuff that are at the top of the game is when that- yes when I tell you the guy who fucked up my under eyes and I paid a thousand dollars for it like this was not some Groupon activity I was like 100 so percent yeah, yeah yeah that was the same with me like I do live in a small town but I was going to like the best um doctor like most reputable doctor that we had in town and they also like I really do feel like try to sell you on stuff or like just overplay Mm. what the results are going to be so I Mm. totally get that you could start off with a little bit of filler and then and then her I don't know maybe just being like hey this isn't how I thought it was going to turn out I want more and then just kind of like overdo it like I think we see that even with again people like the Kardashians um who aren't like D-list celebs who would have the money and the access to really really great like plastic surgeons and stuff like that yeah Dude, it's a damn shame. But you know what? I'm I'm happy that she did that, and I'm excited for more people to do it too. In the meantime, we have people like Bella Hadid who like – what do you think of people who put it halfway out there when Bella was like, you know what? I did get a nose job when I was 14. And it's like that's – like I'm, vi- I'm proud of you for being brave, and that's so nice. But also like do you think that we're delusional? Like it yes. was not just a nose job. Like, yes. like I'm, t- I'm talking about everything I've done. Like I mean granted, I'm not like a huge star, but it's like – you could just see it in photos. I just always wonder, like, I would have so much, like, I love Courtney Cox for doing this. And there's a gap in the marketplace. Like one celebrity come out and tell us everything you had done. I really think like, you're not going to be judged for it. Like, I mean, you will a little bit, but like people are already judging you. If you're someone like Bella Hadid, who had such a massive, you know, transformation. Totally. I just think it's so gaslighty to just be like, yeah, I just got my nose done. And then it's like, we're looking at pictures of you when you're 14 and then 21 or whatever. And it's like, no, you look like a different person. And I think um, it's interesting because people like Heidi Montag, I was just listening to her podcast um, this morning and she was talking about how she was like, like, just shat on for her like 10 surgeries in one day which obviously that's not how celebrities are getting things done nowadays but like and she's like yeah but like everyone gets like 10 surgeries maybe not in one day but like over their lifetime or like in a year or like whatever just I was the only one that like said anything like everyone's getting the things that I got like the back sculpting and like all of that stuff and yeah it like I think it also makes when I think about it like that, it makes me feel better of like looking at these like gorgeous people and then just being like, yeah, if I had money to like to do that, I would look as good as this person. But yeah, I, I hate the half truths. Then there's another part of me that's like, well, we they're they don't owe us their medical history but then like I'm like but you are in the public eye so you like kind of do like I don't I'm so like back and forth like dude same here I I totally see both sides to it and like you know I you know what else is another aspect of it that I hate I hate the discourse from like these smart ass kids on TikTok who are like oh and if you get anything done like you're also a bad feminist because like (laughs) the only reason people would get plastic surgery like is for like looks and blah and it's just like okay so it's not enough that like we have to grow up in a world where like you're bullied for all of your flaws like all the things that you hate like you have to deal with that on the inside but now if you fix it then you're also a bad feminist like fuck 
off. Like the whole point of feminism was like to make things easier and more equal, not to bring more shame and more guilt. And like you do this and like, oh, all of a sudden, like you're not good at that. Like, I don't know. To me, I'm just like, if, if you have something that sends cortisol throughout your body every day and it has for years because of how much you don't like it and there's a way to safely get it done, who the fuck are you to say anything about that? You know, so I also see the point. So who knows? And and by the way, back to Courtney Cox, the only <laughs> blind item about her literally is just um, that she blamed her coke addiction on this former A-list musician who was fired for his drug use, which was uh, Richie Sambora, the guitar player for Bon Jovi. And like, that's it. So I got good vibes on Courtney Cox. And Love then it. wrapping up here, Matt LeBlanc, who played Joey. What do you think his blind items are going to be? I'm also really scared for some reason. I I have a real affinity for Matt LeBlanc, like especially in actually that Friends reunion when um, Matthew Perry was like, um, there was something going on off camera and I think he didn't realize the camera was on him. So he was like waving down this like person or like whatever. And the way that Matt just like gently put his hand on his leg and was like, Maddie, like, you're on camera and like just a mm. heads up and stuff like that. He just seemed very sweet and kind. So I'm hoping that his blinds say that too. Well, it's funny that you say he put his hand on Matthew Perry's leg. Yeah. He's a groper, allegedly, no. in the blind item. So it's funny no, that you said sorry that. Like, for laughing, that's disgusting. <laughs> but like, it's just weird that I said that. No, oh, that's so there disappointing. Were so many blind items about him being a gropist with the mostest. Okay, and then some other creepy ones here. So this was, oh my god. Here's one when he was in Top Gear. This A-list mostly TV actor has two big hits to his credit. One of them is iconic. Um, but he didn't quit his latest project, though. He was asked to leave. It was a repeat of what happened previously on the show. Too many women were complaining too often about his touching and groping and special hugs. Then we have another one from the Emmy Awards. This A-list mostly TV actor gets that high on the list because he's the lead in multiple shows. He had an iconic role. His strategy last night at the Emmy parties was the same as it is on the show, mass groping until someone responds positively. The thing is, despite everyone knowing what a tool he is, he gets away with it and always find someone to take home. And then this one um, is a little bit specific and kind of broke my heart. It's about Victoria Justice. Um, this A-list former tweener show actress who was always older than her character and was outfamed by someone on her show. So that would be <laughs> her getting outfamed by Ariana. Um, she was shooting an episode of Network TV recently. She said the lead actor, who is permanently A-list, Matt LeBlanc, did a lot of touching and groping, but she didn't say anything because she has not been working very much as of late. And that just made me want to cry. Me too. I know she gives off like pick me energy but I feel like people don't talk I think about, we all like, give off pick me energy yeah like I know as like a pick me like, it's oh funny. no no sorry I I was trying to do the joke where have you seen yeah when they were talking about we're who sings singers. yeah yeah no, and Victoria Justice is like we all sing no I know but like also yeah like like straight up as a pick me like it's really rich for me to say that but like I think people really underestimate her like time on Nickelodeon and um I think Ariana Grande like we heard from Jeanette McCurdy and Victoria Justice that she just I think got a lot of passes in yeah. their work and stuff like that and then thinking about how 
especially young girls are treated by older actors and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. It mm. just, that sounds um, really shitty. Yeah. yeah or Victoria so Justice. Like, dude, he's just like groping, which like, by the way, like, I feel like <laughs> back when I used to play Sims 3, which now I just play Sims 4. It's not that I'm not playing. I, I In fact, I have plans to play later tonight. Um, <laughs> by the way, shout out to Emily Rose. I, I was like telling her she should start playing The Sims and she's like better at The Sims than me now. She's like unlocked all of these different... Anyway, story for another time. But oh my God. in Sims 3, if you wanted to flirt with someone, you could goose them, which is, you know, like you pinch their <laughs> butt and they go like, woo, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing where I'm like, I've never seen someone get goosed and also like groping someone I'm just like is that like a hand on the titty is that like a squeeze of the butt like not to sound like a total pervert but I'm like how is he operating you know yeah no I definitely think that's what it is like I think which one choose oh boob or butt? Um, I think I think butt is more likely but I think boob happens too okay. and I think that it is often a tactic to embarrass and shame the person um uh because you're like accounting you're like guessing that they would be like humiliated and like won't tell anyone it's like a power it's a power thing like 100 guy who um he was on the news oh my god i forget who it was like a news anchor and he was caught on camera groping the person next to him and she was like what are you doing or whatever? And he's like, well, like, what do you mean? And she was like, stop that. And it was literally on camera and he was still doing it. I'm going to 100%. always makes me so mad. Yeah. I think like people think of it as like a very clear, like gesture or something like that. But I think it's like a very, un- could be very under the radar and stuff like that. So, oh, this is like, yeah. Yeah. I'm so, no, I'm sorry to burst your bubble. I'm sorry to, gr- I'm sorry to grope your bubble. <laughs> like seriously. So shitty. And then the last one here, we already, if anyone listened to our office mm-hmm. episode, that one was done there. But um, allegedly, the new show, Man with a Plan, uh, the he was pressuring Jenna Fisher, who plays Pam, to sleep with him. Um, and wait, what was the other blind item here? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but there were just a lot of blinds about her being uncomfortable with him. But we already did that in the office episode. So yeah, I was sad to see that one. It seems like Courtney Cox would be my winner of who the best person is out of the Friends cast. Yeah, definitely. Actually, no, Jennifer Aniston and Lisa, they seem cool too. Yeah, I, yeah, I think Coco and Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. I think, are definitely the the stars of the cast. And Lisa Kudrow, she just was getting cheated on, right? And turning a blind eye to it. Like, that's yeah. a relatable queen. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like we've all been there. Like, like, and I will say David was relatable because he was a little peeper looking inside the yeah, houses. And, so, yeah. <laughs> well, what would you rather be peeped on or be groped? So I guess we'll have to say Matt is worse than. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Should we do like stuff. a, yeah, who are we in real life? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So based off of these blind items, yeah. who do you think you're the most like? I mean, we've both gotten botched filler. So hi, Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> so we're the Courtney Coxes. Yeah. You know what? Um, you know what, what's his name? Matt LeBlanc needs. Mm. He needs to watch one of the David Schwimmer productions on how not to grope people in the office. Absolutely. And that could solve everything. No, but yeah. like literally, David <laughs> should hook 
I always want to call him Joey, up with these videos because most of them are about groping. 100%. Yeah, knock it off. Yeah. Not in the workplace. Yes. Not anywhere. Not anywhere. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. God. Well, Tori, thank you so much for coming on. And I really encourage everyone to check out your episodes. Um, obviously, your podcast is Ready to Be Petty. I love when you talk about celebrities' pettiest moments, the petty weight champion of the week. Love the petty drama. And I got a shout out to over on Patreon, you and Kelly Williams from Beyond the Blind did an episode about celebrities and blue tiled pools, which is just like such a niche creative idea. Like we've all seen the paparazzi shots of celebrities sometimes quite literally getting fucked on vacation (laughs) as the paparazzi are taking pictures of them. And it's always a pool with those like dark blue square tiles. Yes, I know. It's it's aspirational for us to have those (laughs) Like, we do need to go on, like, yeah, uh, it's usually in, like, L.A. or, or Mexico, like, Cabo or whatever. So it's, like, we do need that to go That should be to the Cabo. next pod collective. We, like, all have, like, an orgy in a blue-tiled pool. Yeah, and then get someone to, like, set up to <laughs> We call Backgrid, and we're, like, please take our picture. <laughs> they have to be grainy. They have to be from, yeah, like, 30 kilometers away, like, 100%. But, yeah, it's just fun to look at those kind of, like, niche celebrity moments that... um I don't know that like so many people are a part of that. I don't know. Seem so iconic to, or they mean so much to people like us. Maybe that sounds. Which, insane. by the way, I think I'm now remembering. Did you come on for the Twilight episode? No, it no. was one about celebrity like PR relationships. <laughs> it was something because I remember you were talking about how Rob and Kristen seemed like they definitely were real and they weren't PR. Yeah. Um, was that just? And I've heard topics? some tea. I did. I don't know if I told you about. uh, I was just gonna say I heard tea from someone a couple months after. I don't know if I ever relate it to you, but yeah, they definitely were real. Yes. Okay. I believe that fully. I did an episode with Jenna from Date Card Pod about Robston on her podcast, Mm. Supermassive Twilight Hole. We did all of the (laughs) Robston lines. I love it because so that's the name of the song that plays in the baseball scene, right? Okay, exactly. yeah, one hundred percent. So, um, yeah, I'm a Robston truther. I love blue tiled pools. I'm trying to recruit Kelly for another episode where we do sushi park balcony <gasps> pictures. Yes, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. The celebrities. The- okay, yes, Taylor Swift was recently there, and they're always on that second floor. It looks like they're at a strip mall, but apparently it's like the best sushi in LA. Yes, 100%. Yeah. That like Leonardo DiCaprio and stuff like always frequent. And Jay-Z and Beyonce are like always there. So yeah, it's just those it. like kind of iconic, I don't know, things that celebrities do that I, I'm so interested in. Dude, I love it. Well, thank you for coming on and lending Thanks us for having your me. knowledge here. And uh, we'll have to stay posted, you know, what happens with Jennifer Aniston? Will she just keep smoking weed and getting tan? And Matt's going to try and grope people at award shows. And Courtney is dissolving her filler. <laughs> all the best to all of them. <laughs> all right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will see you next week for another episode of Fluently Forward. Bye, guys. <laughs>